0: Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Horsham Church of Christ. For more information, please visit our website at www.horsham.org.au
1: God, thank you that you are faithful. Thank you that you are good. Thank you that your love is overwhelming. Thank you that your love is patient. Thank you that you, God want nothing more than for us to cry out to you and to know you father we want to thank you what a great start to a service we want to thank you for who you are that regardless of the the upheaval in our world regardless of the struggle we might be facing the turmoil that we might be facing and struggling with internally father that you are faithful and that we can still say blessed be your name Father, we pray today that people would be experiencing the power and the revelation of your spirit, that you would whisper your grace and your love and your goodness to all of us in the ways that we need to hear it today. You know us, you have made us for your glory and your purposes out of your great love. And today we want to say, blessed be your name. Speak to us, Father, awaken us, stir us according to your great love. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you, please have a seat. Today we're uh, starting, wanting to start our year, um, that's why I'm so excited about seeing the, the floor full. It's long weekend, I'm always a bit nervous about when we launch things and when we start talking about who we are and what we want to do as a church and it's really exciting on a long weekend to have so many people here, I'm just, I'm wrapped, so i th- wasn't sure how many of you would have gone away for the Australia Day long weekend. So, yeah, thanks. Welcome. It's good. I'm, I'm excited. It's great. Uh, so we want to start simply by uh, outlining, giving you a picture of who we are as a church and some of the things we want to focus on this year, as well as um, introducing uh, our, our leaders for various ministries so that you get a picture, you can see face, particularly if you're new amongst us, or you're kind of making your way back into the life of the church, you get to see people um, and you get to uh, know who you can, uh, I guess, point out or seek out if you have questions as well. So it's probably a good space to start. If you are new, my name is Simon Risson. Uh, I And if you, even if you're old, my name is still Simon Risson. Um, but, you know, uh, you get what I'm saying there. But... I don't know why my throat is struggling today. I've had three weeks holidays. I've barely said a word. Um, I don't know. So I'm the uh, ministry team leader in the Horsham Church of Christ. Uh, I've been uh, leading the church. I've been involved in the church for uh, what is, this is my 18th year. Uh, I've been the ministry team leader for, I think, is it 10 or 11? I can't remember. I lose count. might actually be 12th year. But uh, so, um, and it's my honour and privilege to stand up here today and uh, give this picture. Thank you. I don't know what's going on. Um, If it dies, it's all written here, okay? All right. (laughs) So as a church, as the Horsham Church of Christ, our vision is to be transforming our community in the name of Jesus, being present, authentic, courageous and generous in relationships, in a relationship with God and in a relationship with one another. We'll be exploring what these values might look like um, over the next few weeks. Our vision and values are based on a really clear and somewhat simple, if not really complicated and challenging instruction that Jesus gives to his disciples in John chapter 13, verses 33 to 35. Love one another as I have loved you, so that the world will know you are my disciples. Love one another as I have loved you, So that the world will know you are my disciples. We want to be people who are following Jesus, learning from Jesus, so that we might become like Jesus. There's a beautiful story in Acts chapter 9, verses, uh, Acts chapter 9 to 10, uh, that describes the unfolding of our values, if you like, in a very practical way. In these couple of chapters, Peter, who's uh, one of the early followers of Jesus, is um, uh, up on the roof praying, we're told, and he's told to go and visit. Uh, No, he's not even told to go and visit straight up. He's given this vision of food that he's normally considered unclean. Food he wouldn't touch, food he wouldn't eat. Um, and, uh, And out of this vision, God says to him, go and visit Cornelius, a Greek person who doesn't know anything or very little about me. A Jewish person would never visit a Greek person. On the other side of this is Cornelius who apparently to the Jewish people knew very little about God, would never encounter God, but this man is in prayer and seeking out a greater depth of understanding and knowledge of who God is. And because these two people put themselves in a position where they want to hear from God, God opens new opportunities and new things amongst them. And they form a relationship that has life-changing, transforming impact upon the household of Cornelius and the wider community. It's an incredible story. So, throughout 2019, we want to give particular attention to these questions out of those values and out of our very simple vision. We want to give particular attention to these three questions or frameworks What will be primary? What partnerships can we be involved in? And what will we plant? What will be primary? What partnerships can we be involved in? And what will we plant? Firstly, what is primary? We love the Sunday gathering as a single largest gathering of the Horsham Church of Christ. It is a great opportunity to inspire and encourage one another as we are sent to serve in the world. Our life groups further to that are a great opportunity to explore, ask questions and provide care at a more intimate level that isn't possible on our Sunday gathering. If you're not connected to our life group, can I just ask our life group leaders to quickly stand? So there's a number of life group leaders, there's some faces, or the backs of the heads you might like to recognise later on, but um, go and meet them, ask them about life groups if you're interested in, thank you, thank you. Um, you might just like to register, you're interested in being a life group leader, uh, or no, not a life group leader, well you can do that, but it being a part of a life group, still warming up, um, on our welcome card. Um, so our life groups are important because they create an environment and atmosphere that isn't possible in these gatherings. But more than that, we want to be disciples of Jesus who are making disciples. And discipleship happens at its best in the conversations we have, you have, I have, on a day-to-day basis as followers of Jesus, making followers of Jesus, disciples making follow uh, disciples, people learning from Jesus. Teaching others about Jesus. So in this, there's a few things that we'll be giving attention to in this year. So Jared and I have been invited through Churches of Christ, Vic Taz, um, to be a, a part of a discipleship uh, coaching, if you like, uh, that goes church wide. So we'll be receiving some uh, more intentional coaching around discipleship making, um, which might sound weird in lots of ways because, after all, that's what the church is meant to do. Yeah. Um, Sadly, uh, we kind of lose sight of that somewhere along the line sometimes. So we're just recapturing that vision, if you like. I'm also, I've also been invited to participate in Reformation, um, an initiative with uh, Churches of Christ, Vic Taz, which is exploring discipleship models uh, in Asian churches. And as a part of that, uh, I'll be going to visit some churches in India and throughout Asia, um, India and Thailand, sorry, in um, March. So that's exciting. Slightly nerve wracking, but anyway. But so, that's that's there's two things that Jared and I are directly involved in. But the question that we want to be asking every single one of us who has declared Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior who is your times one in 2019? Who is your times one? It's a very simple question, yet a very complicated question. I understand that but inviting us all to be increasingly open to the Spirit and His guidance in our relationship with others. Now, please, I don't, please don't come and say, I oh, don't do this or this isn't me. Yes, it is. If you're a follower of Jesus, it is, and He wants to use your unique personality to speak into the lives of others. And it's in the newsletter. Um, we've invited you to respond in several ways. Who is your times one? Who is the one that you can be praying for, that I can be praying for this year, that will come to know Jesus? in 2019 and make that public declaration who is the one that we can be intentional in our relationship in our time together whether that's a meal in our home whether that's a coffee whether that's shouting them a meal whether that's catching up intentionally however that might be who is the one that we can be intentional in our relationship with and who is the one that we can be inviting to an event a service life group or even just simply meet with over a coffee on a weekly basis and read scripture with as we help them discover the personal relationship with Jesus. Our job is not to save them. We cannot save them. But our job is to train them and to help them discover who Jesus is. Now, that might be all the one person, those three questions that we're asking, or you might have three different people according to the nature of the relationship that you share with them. We want to invite you to write your names, keep a copy and put it somewhere where you can constantly put them before prayer, whether it's on your fridge, in your Bible, And we'd also like you to give a copy to the office so that our team can be praying for you, our elders can be praying for you, our ministry staff can be praying for you on a regular basis as well. Further to this, we're also including a a baptism service uh, every two months to celebrate the discipleship journey, to be really intentional about this, not just waiting for a couple of times a year when we've got space, but putting the space in and making it really intentional. I think the last one is the last Sunday in February. It's also part of the reason we continue to encourage you to, in your personal scripture reading. And we provide the uh, reap readings. Uh, reading, exploring, applying and praying in three different ways that you can do that. Because it's as we, encounter, as we are encouraged through the word, we are transformed into his likeness, into God's likeness. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord. So that's what is primary, discipleship. Where are the opportunities, secondly, to partner with organisations supporting or creating new initiatives to love our community? So some examples in this might be the social enterprise cafe, providing unique ways to serve the community, train people in hospitality, while serving the many people who come through our facilities on a regular basis. We also want to explore how we can better, sorry, not only explore, but discern how we can better care for the homeless amongst us and see people restored um, in life. There are two key things. There may be other opportunities that God will whisper to us, us, um, and we want to remain open to responding to him throughout the year. So discipleship is primary. Where are the opportunities to partner with other organisations? And what are the opportunities that we can be planting to care for our community? Two examples of that in 2018 were Christmas in July, excuse me, and the Sylvie Palladino concert. Planting opportunities where either we take people the next step that we're in relationship with and simply say, hey, we've got this concert, we've got this event, why don't you come along? No, it's not church, but it's in a facility where we hold church. So it might be a way that we frame the question and get people used to coming into this building. One of the unique ways that we are finding is the care that we demonstrate for people as communi- as the community uses our facilities. This may be as an organisation hires the facilities for conferences as people want to get married. Um, I think we've already hosted a wedding here, haven't we? Yeah, Linda did her first wedding this year in January already, yay. So well done, Linda. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> um, and, or, but even... Uh, in funerals as well, and uh, in, in that might not even be in leading the funerals, but in simply hosting in the last 12 hours, I kid you not, in the last 12 hours, two very independent and not knowing each other uh, have commented to me just how um, blessed, and they might not have used the word blessed, but how grateful they were for the facilities that we provided and for the care that we gave. Not just for the space that we gave, but the care that we demonstrate through these facilities and the people that we put in touch with one another. So there's opportunities to plant, um, and there might, again, be opportunities to plant something new in others' lives. So we want to stay focused. Stay focused in what our primary call is, disciples making disciples. We want to be open to the partnerships that God might be inviting us to participate in while planting seeds of new life as we are transforming our community in the name of Jesus being in relationships that are present, authentic, courageous, and generous. In helping us to stay focused and aligned together on the bigger picture, we're going to be calling all our leaders and ministries together on the third Monday of the month. We want to see all our elders and ministries gather firstly for biblical reflection, storytelling, and testimony before praying together and for each other. We want to put prayer and storytelling and biblical reflection at the forefront uh, of our ministries. And, not, and I know that we all do that collectively, uh, or in our various ministry groups, and I'm not saying we don't, but we actually want to do it as a unit, and as a a unified group of people excited and passionate about the ministries that we are doing and doing them together. So we'll gather for uh, those on the third Monday of the month and then the various ministries can break into their groups all on the same night for planning and specific focus in specific areas but knowing that we are all sharing in this together on the one night as part of the one church. We'll also be asking our life group leaders and worship leaders to be a part of these evenings three times a year in february july and december Um, we're also going to be exploring how we communicate who we are which might not sound very big uh, and what we do uh, to effectively help the connection uh, and the leadership and transition across every generation understanding that regardless of our ministries our primary focus is towards making disciples so that's if if our, we, got, we want to work out how we get our transition happening more effectively and stronger that everyone understands when they come into the life of the church, whether you've got a, a four-year-old uh, that goes out to Cogs or you've got a 13-year-old that goes to Edge on Friday night or you're part of our seniors ministry or you're part of our Iron Men ministry or you're part of our life group ministry, everything is aligned and directed towards making disciples. And we all understand the process in which we're moving towards.
3: <clears throat>
1: so that's um, our primary, our partnerships, and our planting opportunities. I want to also want to take a, an opportunity to make a brief comment about finances. No one loves it. I don't love it, but I want to put it on the table, and I want to make sure it's all clearly stated and understood. We ask people to commit to three areas of financial giving into and through the life of the church. This can take place online or through cash dated envelopes, cash offerings through dated envelopes that are available at the information desk. So firstly, uh, we give to our global mission partners and we'd love to see $60,000 given to our mission partners who I'll introduce shortly, uh, given directly through the church to support these partnerships we also recognise that many of you are already making donations and we honour you in that to various organisations aside from the church and apart from the church while many will also be sponsoring children. How many, just, just as an indication, how many people sponsor a child somewhere or... yeah, So it's fairly significant and we understand that already. So mission partnership is significant. Our ministry centre, these facilities, of course, as much as of a blessing they are... Um, they have cost money and they do cost money to build. We know that when we build a home, we've got to set a budget, we've got to plan for it and we're grateful for your continued support, interest and the sacrifice that many have made to financially provide for these facilities. We don't talk about it often and we don't ask for money towards it often but we do want to give glory and attention to God for his provision. We are grateful for your willingness to continue ensuring that our debt doesn't become overwhelming and doesn't become our focus but we want to be faithful with what God has given us and trust that he will multiply it for his kingdom as well. There's also the local storehouse, um, the general giving that we ask people to make that supports local mission. And by local mission, I do talk about our operations manager, Lockie. Uh, That's local mission. Because of who we are and how we function, there's a whole lot of things that we have to do to put in place now to make sure that we're safe, make sure that we're uh, aligned with Churches of Christ policy, make sure that we're aligned with government regulations, uh, financially above reproach, and Lockheed looks after all that and oversees all that. So that's about mission. Because we all know when a church goes pear-shaped, the mission all of a sudden is out the door, isn't it? And it's hard to recover from. So it's important that we hold this. There's also practical elements around uh, bills that we need to pay uh, and salaries, which we are grateful for. Um, But aside from that, uh, we also provide funds for care, support, and new initiatives through a a fund that we've established called the Genesis 41 Fund. And that's a fund that we set aside a little bit each month where we can uh, draw out from, and no, it doesn't necessarily draw away from our annual budget, but it just really just gives us some breathing space. We've paid bond out of it. We've paid car registrations. We've paid car repairs um, out of that Genesis 41 fund because uh, of your generosity in that. Um, We also sent a percentage of our offerings to give to Global Mission as well. Uh, We also support, make a significant contribution to State Youth Games for our youth every year as well as uh, supporting college chaplaincy, the Christian Emergency Food Centre and the Carols. So there's lots that happens financially and we're grateful for your generosity in that. So in this, we want to remain open to the whisper of the Holy Spirit and what he wants to give to us and what he wants to do in us. We need to... We want to commit these plans to God so that He establishes His ways in us and through us. I know God is faithful and patient. I don't always understand how He's operating. I'm not always that patient, but I know God is. I know God's greatest desire is to see lives restored, relationships reconciled, and people to be living a full and abundant life in Him as a new creation. Thank you for the love that you demonstrate. Thank you for the conversation that you are part of in all of your ways. Don't undermine or underestimate the ministry that you are already a part of in the local community. And we want to look forward to the ways that God will bring about his kingdom as we walk in step with him. Praise be to God. <clears throat> so as you think about this year, you can be thinking about what is primary, where are our partnerships, and what, how can we be planting new initiatives. So in these ideas and this expression... We want to commission our leaders and our various ministries. So can I ask, if you hear your name, as you hear your name, and I hope I've got everyone, um, can I please ask you to come and stand on the platform behind me? Um, And I'm asking this, so if people have questions, you know who you can speak with uh, and uh, at least seek out further information from. Uh, So firstly, as I've said, uh, I'm the ministry team leader uh, and I have oversight of the vision and the direction and life in partnership with the elders in the life of the church. Uh, Jared, uh, Jared Risson is an associate pastor. He oversees our worship and discipleship ministries to our life groups. Uh, Linda Oman is our associate pastor to families. Uh, Linda works two and a half days a week. Jared is uh, full-time amongst us. uh, Lockie Walker is uh, three days a week. Our operations manager, three days is right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jenny Gibson uh, is our KEP debt centre manager. So Jenny spends a lot of time speaking about local mission, uh, a lot of time out in the community uh, helping people with their budgets help, and a lot more other stuff too that she helps them with. Uh, and Jenny works amongst us uh, I don't know how many days you actually work, Jenny, but uh, I know it's probably more than what we uh, agree to. Um, I know Kerry Flett uh, is, I think Kerry Flett's still away. Um, And uh, we want to welcome to the team Narelle uh, Risson, who's uh, coming on two days a week in administrative support, and Kylie Bell, who's remaining. Come on, Kylie, you can come. Yes, you're part of our team, yes. um, I knew you'd do that to me. Come and stand up here. So these are the people who uh, work and function Uh, On a day-to-day basis, these are the first port of call people, if you like. Um, And these are the faces that you will see um, on a regular basis, administrative support, helping uh, get things in place or preparing things for services or preparing things for ministry team uh, and planning things as well. Uh, So they're your first port of call. i just ask you to stay there for me. Can I ask our elders to come up, please? Just start coming now. Uh, Jason Brand, uh, Dynafax, Steve Olver, Shirley McMartin, Peter Erbacher, Alison Reichenbach and Tim McDonald. So these are the people who have been uh, appointed to uh, uh, give spiritual uh, oversight in the life of the church. Uh, These are the people who set with me uh, the vision and the heartbeat and the direction in the life of the church um, uh, involved in prayer ministry as well as in other ministries that I'll introduce shortly. But uh, they are the people, if you've got uh, questions about Um, You can certainly speak to uh, Lockie about finance, but if you've got questions or concerns about things that are happening in the life of the church, uh, you can speak to any of our elders as well uh, and they would be happy to make a time uh, to uh, respond to that as well. Our ministry leaders. So again, as I uh, name the ministry and your name, can you come up? And again, I don't know if people will be here. Uh, Mainly music, Victoria Dennis um, and Catherine Baumer. Are they here or not? I'm just going to keep moving. Uh, sorry. Yep. Uh, Linda is uh, overseeing our COGS ministry, which is our children's ministry. So just wave again, Linda, so people know who you are. So um, uh, our EDGE uh, ministry team, Chris Wright, Leonie Marshman, and Jordan Kuby, um, working with a team of people. But these three are overseeing um, in a unique way uh, that it was really exciting. You kind of lay yourselves now. That would be great. Um, Iron Man, Peter Urbacher is overseeing our Iron Man ministry. Just wave again, Pete. Uh, thanks. Um, and uh, he's working with, again with a team of people. Crafty Friends, uh, Jenny Walker, Carol Schneider, Julie Harmer and Di Crelli. Yep, yep, yep. Great, I'm just... Upper Class, our Seniors Ministry, Faye and Neville Smith. Our Drama Ministry, Laura Ma. Overseeing our music, Pam Marshman. Overseeing our property maintenance, Brian and Beverly Finch. Come in, there's space here. Don't I'm not smelling. I know I'm only day back a day, but I'm not I don't smell. I don't think so. If I do, I smell good. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, look, we don't and um we're exploring We're exploring ways in which we can build and develop our hospitality ministry as well. And I haven't said prayer in that, but uh, we don't have anyone overseeing prayer, but there are opportunities for people to come into the life of the church and pray, um, and two key areas in the life of the church as well. Our uh, care team, uh, hospital visitation, uh, work with a team of people, but Les and Mavis Warwick oversee this at the moment. Uh, Les and Mavis, if you can come and stand up here, please. Uh, home visitation—a uh, couple who simply go around a- and uh, visit people in need and talk about uh, all sorts of things. Uh, Marion Graham Kitchen, um, Shirley Martin is also someone who contacts. Where there you are. Um, uh, contacts people uh, and Joe Harry's. Uh, you might receive a letter or a. Phone. Yes, please. Um, no. Okay. All right. Um, uh, letters or phone calls from Joe Harries uh, as someone who just works quietly and faithfully in providing care. So this is our ministry team. Oh, thanks, Joe. Yeah, give them a round of applause. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, we also uh, partner in missions, uh, locally we partner in, uh, in Operation 1914. Mark, are you here today, mate? Yep, do you want to come and stand up here just as a local partner? Uh, the Christian Emergency Food Centre uh, and Chaplaincy. I don't... Kate's... Kate's out the back. Hi, Kate. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Kate's looking after child. Um, so we continue to support those in local mission partnerships. Our global partners will go on the screen now. Stephen and Kathy Andrews who are working with Pioneers uh, based in Melbourne but work through Pacific Islands, is that right? Got Indian oh, Pacific, Indian, it's all in the water. Um, no, Indian, Indian Ocean and work, uh, doing a great job. Uh, throughout the world as well. Carol Barber uh, working with Wycliffe Bible Translators in Kangaroo Ground. Uh, Naomi Bernacci is working in, in Italy. Um, Reese and Ange Morel, uh working in uh, Northern Australia with MAF. Ron and Rachel Morel uh, working with Ken- uh, Wycliffe Bible Translators in Kangaroo Ground. And Margaret Papoff who we'll hear from working in, uh, with African Inland Mission as well. These are our mission partnerships uh really exciting group of people uh really pleased and honored to be a part of them would you give this group of people another round of applause and express your appreciation okay so what i want to ask i just want to ask you you can either raise your hand uh, as an expression of blessing if you want to stand and just stand where you are and just raise your hand uh, i would just like you to be with these people i don't want to ask too many people you guys might just want to lay hands on each other's shoulders there's that many of you up there um so that'd be great and i just want to pray as we step into this year father we want to thank you for who you are and we want to thank you that you're building your church that's your promise that you will build your church. Forgive us, Father, if we get in the way of how you want to build it. But Father, I want to thank you for this dynamic, powerful, passionate group of people who want to build this church with you, build your church with you, express and live out your kingdom with you. Father, we pray that you would grant these people wisdom, that you would grant us grace, that you would grant us enthusiasm, that you would grant us passion, that you would grant us excitement, for the good news of jesus christ that you would grant us um, the time and the patience to be with you so that we know that what you want us to do father we know that we gather together as your church and these are your people but we also know that there are many people who don't yet know you and our heart is for them as your heart is for them We want to continue providing a place of care, or places of care, of love, of humility, of goodness, where we serve one another with with gentleness and with kindness, with an expression of your love. Father, more than that, we pray that as we serve one another in the church and bless one another in the church, that will just overflow your goodness into our community, that it will bring healing and renewal and revelation where people would declare Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. Holy Spirit, where new things need to happen, may we have the courage to step into them. Where old things need to stop, may we have the courage to lay them down. And where we need to pick up those things that you've given us already, may we continue to run the race that you have set before us. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing. We look forward to all that you will do amongst us. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you for participating in that. Thank you team. Well done. Um, We're we're going to hear more stories uh, if our worship team want to stay and prepare. um, We'll hear more stories more consistently throughout this year from our mission partners as well. Every second Sunday of the month we're going to hear a story of uh, mission partnership. As well as uh, in May, our focus will be on mission. And oh, man, i tell you what, we have, um, we have some exciting people coming to speak and share with us their heart for God's mission in May. Um, that just, I'm so excited about that. <clears throat> um, and their, their, their call or what we're asking them to do is simply expand our heart for mission in numerous expressions. So we want to be open to what God wants to do. We trust that you want to be open with us. And uh, again, you're invited to participate how you need to participate. If you just want to sit and receive this time now as we sing a couple of more songs, just inviting the Holy Spirit to minister to us, in us and through us, or you may want to stand with your arms open however you need to respond at this time. Uh, We want to invite you into that space now.
4: just as you take your seats just want you to continue in that atmosphere of prayer and worship and adoration for our heavenly father glenda can you keep playing father we love you we adore you we praise you we honor you we thank you that you are the perfect loving father and then we get to gather in your name god you are so so good so good and sometimes it's easy just to kind of rush through things Lord and feel like this comes up again and again it's so easy to rush through things and to just miss who you are and what you're doing in the minute in the moment what you want to do in our lives what you want to speak into our hearts into our spirits into our very being Lord we're excited and we're enthused about 2019 and praying and hoping that this is our best year yet but we don't want to miss what you have in store for us, God. We don't want to miss your still, small voice, your whisper that just calls us to draw near, to come close, to know you more deeply, more intimately, better than we ever have before, more than we ever have before. Our hearts cry out to you, Lord. Abba, Father, we adore you, we worship you, we praise you. You are the author and perfecter of our faith, Jesus. May you be the object of our affection in all that we do, in all that we say, in all that we think, in the comings and goings of today and every day. As we get up, as we go to sleep at night, as we eat, we drink, we work, we play, we rest, and everything in between, may you be the object of our affection. God, I pray that we will love you In such a way and so much that not that people will be weirded out, but they'll be drawn to you. My greatest hope, my greatest desire with my life, God, is that I would point people to you. May that be the heart of this church. That people, when they meet us, when they encounter us, when they come into this building, they don't get more of us. They get more of you. They get to meet you, God. They get to know the creator of the universe. They get to have an encounter with the Son who gave his life and rose from the dead so that we could have life everlasting. They would get to have an encounter with you, Holy Spirit, and filled to overflowing, filled with gifts that can only come from the perfect, loving Father. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. You are so good. We love you. We're going to continue to uh, in a time of prayer, but can I invite the Magnificent Seven to come and join me? I had to come up with a name for all of you, so the Magnificent Seven it is. Hello so what we're going to do now is we're going to have a time of sending so we've had a time of commissioning and casting the vision for us as a church community what happens in the life of our church Um, but these beautiful people here including my gorgeous daughter I've got a daughter and a wife up here um, are going to pray for seven particular areas um, of society of culture that we play a part in in the everyday of life Um, so we've we've we have seven categories um, and I'll give you the seven now. Education, which, which is the educators, the staff involved in educators, students, uh, parents and caregivers, health, farming and primary industries, hospitality and business. Um, and so these people will kind of highlight that a bit more and then we're going to pray for it. So, They'll invite you to stand um, and please do that. So if you're involved in one of those areas and these people want to pray for you, um, then please stand. And if you think, oh, you haven't named my area, but "Ah, close enough, then feel free to stand and take it, okay? Receive freely as we give freely. Um, I think that will do. Uh, So yeah, we're going to do this and uh, send you out after I read some scripture that I nearly forgot. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verse 14. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. I love this bit. So from now on, we regard no one, no one, from a worldly point of view, so that means when we encounter people, when we're out doing our work, our shopping, we're at school, whatever it might be, we don't look at anybody with a worldly mindset anymore. We look at them through the lens of Jesus Christ. Though once we regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, anyone, if anyone's in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. This is a clincher. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Everybody say ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Uh, As God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. So we've acknowledged and honoured and we celebrate the people that give their time, effort and energy to serve in uh, leadership and ministry in the life of this church. But all of us as disciples of Jesus Christ, if you're a follower of Jesus, you are a disciple, you are a leader and you are a minister of reconciliation. As you live out your lives on a day-to-day basis, you are called and we are called And we are purposed and we are equipped to actually reconcile people to God. As Jesus reconciled us, we were given that same gift to actually reconcile the people that we encounter on a daily basis with Him. Isn't that exciting? It's not a burden that we can't bear, it's a gift from God, so that more and more people will know Him. That's the privilege and the responsibility that we carry. So we're going to uh, honour seven particular areas of society, starting with Olivia. Thanks, babe.
5: Today I'm going to pray for the people in hospitality, including waiters, baristas, cleaners, hotel staff and anyone who creates a place of welcome. If this is you, please stand. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the brilliant people who are working in the hospitality area as they continue to serve and care for people they look after. I bless them to work with a grateful and generous heart. May you show them where you are in their workplace, whether it be in a cafe, a restaurant, a bakery, a hotel, a caravan park, a cleaning position, or any other occupation. Please give them peace and patience to serve. Give them courage to face the day as they work. Please show these people the things to love about their job. Father, if some of the people in this industry are finding it hard or challenging to continue in their position, Please show your face to them and give them a solution to their problems. Show them how to share you with their fellow workers and clients. It may just be a smile or opening up about themselves. Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 to 24 says Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Show the workers in the in this industry, how to do their work for you and for your award, because it is you that they are serving as they serve their customers and clients. Again, we thank you for these people and the amazing things they do for our community. In your mighty name, amen.
4: Thanks, Olivia. Can I just uh, encourage you that if somebody near you stands, it, it might, and if you're comfortable doing so, if you love Jesus, that you can lay your hands on them and, uh, join with whoever's praying to bless that person so that they can be aware of the community around them okay thank you
6: good morning i'd like to pray for the students so if you are going into kinder or if you are a primary school student please be standing as i'm talking if you're going into secondary school if you're about to start uni or already in uni or if you're going to tafe or if there's some other kind of way that you label yourself as student please stand we should have quite a few standing. so awesome okay if uh, if you are nearby, please um, just lay your hand on their arm or their shoulder or something like that thank you let 's pray, Lord God. we do thank you so much that you have given us brains that want to learn, that you have given us the ability to um, to just take on so many different things, and we are all unique and different, and we just thank you so much for these students who are standing. We just uh, pray a blessing on them in this year to come. We thank you, Lord, for the things that you will be challenging them with in their study. We thank you, Lord, for the things that they will just fly through and enjoy and the the new passions that they will realise in their study. We know, God, that sometimes it's hard. We know, Lord, that there are obstacles ahead. And so we just pray, God, for these students when they get to these obstacles, that they will just know that you are the ultimate rock that you love them regardless of what happens in study. We just pray, God, that there will be people surrounding each of these people that they can go to and know and trust that they will be there for them. We thank you, God, that you are always there for each of these students. We thank you, Lord, for those that are just starting the journey in kinder or in prep or even year seven. We thank you, Lord, for the excitement that they have inside that is building. And as they go to their first day, we just pray, God, that you'll just be surrounding them with your joy, your peace, your love that you will bring the right people to them to just buddy up and be with them. We just thank you, Lord, for the preparation that you are doing before them. And also particularly, Lord, for those going into VCE. We know, God, that it can be hard, so we just ask a particular blessing on these people. We thank you, Lord, for what they have already learnt, and we thank you for what they will. We pray, God, that you will give them peace of mind about the future, that they will be able to enjoy, be challenged in the year that that comes. We thank you, Lord, for the the future for all these students, for the things that you have planned for them, that you love them so much. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. I'm going to pray for parents and carers and I invite people who are parents or carers to please stand and we'll pray thank you you. lord i praise you that you shower us with good things that you equip guide and enable each of us as parents or carers to lead guide support and care for those you have entrusted to us Thank you that your love knows no boundaries, that you always have free time and that all the resources of heaven are available to you. Thank you that we can come to you with our concerns, that you love to know exactly how we feel, what is bringing us joy or troubling us. Thank you for ministering into our lives in such an individual, unique way and for never leaving us alone. Lord, help us to have your love, compassion, understanding and patience, to know your forgiveness and the freedom that that brings. When we feel we've failed, lift us up from despair and discouragement and help us to see your face and glory. Thank you that you know our needs even before we ask, and that you have said in your word that you will gently lead those who have young. Thank you for each one of these parents and carers. Walk with them, search their hearts and draw them closer to you. Strengthen them to walk in your ways, to have the courage and determination they need. Lord, surround them with your love, grace and encouragement, guidance and wisdom. Lift them up and carry them through the rough patches. Give them your assurance of their victory in Jesus. May they enjoy their parenting or caring and the blessing that it is and see you in the everyday happenings, knowing that you care and understand the joys and longings of their heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.
7: It's my privilege to pay for the area of health and uh, I believe this covers a very broad area and as I read down the list I've made, I'd invite you to stand if this this is uh, your area of ministry. For doctors, for nurses, for paramedics, for cleaners, catering staff, administration staff in all hospitals and aged care facilities, for chemists, for psychologists, for physiotherapists, for masseurs, for chiropractors, for counsellors, for dietitians, and for all those who are careful to eat a, a healthy diet. For gym workers, for all those who work out, or swim, or ride, or walk, or run. For carers, both professional carers and personal carers. For pastoral carers, those who visit hospitals, et cetera, in home visit people in homes, make phone calls, send cards, catch up with people for a coffee, those who who make phone calls and those who encourage people here in this building after worship as a means of ministry. Let's pray. I claim God's anointing over each and every one of us, that as we go our way, we shall go in God's authority I pray that we will know that we are appointed by God and we shall be anointed by God to complete the ministry he has set before us. We shall go in the name of Jesus and we shall minister in the name of Jesus. We shall speak and we shall work in Jesus' name. I pray that we be released from the burden of getting every detail right as we hand over to you, Lord, the responsibility for the outcome. Lord, we surrender to you and we acknowledge that you are the healer. You are the great I am and with you all things are possible. Empower us, Lord, with your words, your wisdom and the power to minister in your name. Thine be the glory, risen, conquering Lord. May we go in the name of Jesus. May we speak in the name of Jesus. May we go under the covering of the blood of Jesus. For there is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is victory in the name of Jesus over the forces of evil. We claim that victory for all of us who you bring across your path to receive wholeness and healing in the holy name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Next up, I'd like to pray for those in the primary industries. Uh, so if you're a farmer, or if you work on farms, or if you drive trucks on farms, or those people in, in research who, uh, who breed grain or do testing or anything like that, those in farm finance or farm or uh, financial counselling, um, those who supply farms, rural suppliers, uh, those in agronomy, grain trading, or any other industry that you identify that you work in Prime Ministries that I haven't named, please stand and please gather around these people. Father, I thank you for each person standing. I pray that as they go about their jobs and their roles, they would do so in the knowledge, Lord, that you are there to Empower them through your Holy Spirit to be wise in decision making, patient with weather, co-workers, safe in all they do protect each one lord from danger from injury bring them blessing that brings joy and transformation lord we acknowledge you as the maker of the earth and the seasons and the weather we ask you for rain and weather in season that brings quality crops and livestock that in turn blesses each person standing and their families and their businesses As each one goes about their job, have them be aware of circumstances around them and how they can encourage others in life and faith. Thank you, Lord, for the treasure we have, which is the gospel. I pray it would filter through and bless and transform every area of these people's lives. And as vessels, as people who know the gospel, Lord, we send them as ministers of good news and grace, to those they come in contact with. Anoint them, Lord, with power of the Holy Spirit to live such good lives that people will have to ask them how, why. Father, we commit them to you for the year ahead. In Jesus' name, amen.
8: I want to just pray for those who are involved in education and that will include teachers, um, any school staff, perhaps the chaplains member of school council, maybe a mentoring program or the uh, SRI program or the old RE program and anyone else that I might have forgotten that it's involved in education, please stand, will you? Let me just pray. God, we thank you for these special people who are standing before us now. These ones are on the front line these ones who are involved with the education and care of our children and young people. We're aware that this is a demanding task, yet so important in the lives of our children. And so we seek your blessing to be upon them. We pray for wisdom, for guidance for them in the various roles they face each day. And God, as issues arise that uh, uh, are difficult, we ask that you would supply the grace to respond in a way that is right and appropriate and good. Give them courage to stand for what is right and to bring out the best in our children as they minister to them. As testing times come, Lord, we pray that you would provide for their needs. May the fruits of the Spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control be evident in their lives as they work each day they need these these fruits in their lives to be effective and so we we pray your blessing upon them lord may their their lives be an example both to the students and to their colleagues May their lives honour you as they serve in this way. Bless these ones, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
3: And I'd like to pray for everyone who is in business, enterprise or government. This will include business owners, government employees, entrepreneurs, managers, administration and support staff. If you are one of these, will you please stand?
0: Mm.
3: Heavenly Father God, we thank you for each of the people standing here today. I thank you for the ways that you have shaped each one with spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality and experience to occupy their unique place of influence within the corporate world. We bless the managers and business owners as they make decisions about investment opportunities and product or service offerings, as they manage resources and cash flow, as they fulfill their legal responsibilities and as they navigate market trends and quiet seasons. May they trust in you with all their heart and acknowledge you in all their ways so that you can lead and guide them in business and all other areas of their lives. We bless those who employ and or manage staff. We bless them with wisdom to establish workspaces with a culture of honour which reflect your glory and your heart for all people. We bless those who provide governance and and administrative support to businesses and services within our community We ask that they will have eyes to see the kingdom truths which are hidden in earthly occurrences and the wisdom to apply kingdom principles to earthly situations. We bless those who are entrepreneurial, those who see things that are not yet as if they are, those who will lead the way, those who are creating new technologies and breaking new ground. We thank you, God, that you have created us in your image. You created us to create. We ask you, God, to breathe on the ideas and innovations which you have planted in seed form in the minds and hearts of people. I bless each person standing to have favour with and honour for employees and employers, with colleagues, customers, suppliers, contractors, and competitors. I bless each one to work and move with integrity and for the fruit of the Spirit to be evident and multiplying in every area of their life. Proverbs 11.10 says, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. So we ask God that these righteous ones will prosper for the benefit of our city. Use each of these people as conduits to release the kingdom of heaven in business, enterprise and government here in Horsham. And as a result, may the economy of our region be strengthened, may new industry and jobs be established, and may your life, light and wisdom in us be a reason for our city to celebrate. Father God, we pray all these things for your glory in Jesus' name, amen.
4: Alright, in case you think you missed out, I'm going to ask all of us to stand. Let's stand together. Lord, I thank you for um, all these people, and even those that couldn't join us today for whatever reason, that is God. Uh, For people that are shut in, that are ill, that are travelling, that couldn't be bothered showing up today, and I don't say that with a sense of judgement, I just say that to know that sometimes people find it hard to be here and we bless each and every one of them, Lord, and we bless each and every person here. Lord, I pray that we would see you more clearly and see like you see. That we would see every aspect of our lives the way that you see it. You are not worried, God. You are not afraid. You are not in doubt. You are not Surprised or caught off guard. And I pray that more and more we would have your mind and your heart. Show us your ways, Lord. Reveal your will to each and every one of us. Whether we work, whether we've finished work for our lives, whether we're looking for work, whether we're too young to walk and talk, whether we're struggling with our health, whether we're in the prime of our life, whether everything is top-notch or We don't know where tomorrow's meals are going to come from. We thank you and we praise you for your goodness and that you are the perfect loving Father who will not leave us or forsake us. Bless us as a house, as a community of faith, that we would be changed as people more and more into your likeness and that we would change the city of Horsham, the region of the Wimmera, the state of Victoria and the country of Australia and that this nation would be known as a nation after your own heart. And I pray that we would be a core part of that heartbeat, Lord. Not for our glory, but for yours. I bless that each and every person here today, Lord, that 2019 would be a fantastic year that surpasses our expectations, our hopes and our dreams. And that we would be a part of seeing your will being done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and all God's people said, Amen. Amen.
1: And it's in that powerful name that we now send you out, that you are amongst the sent ones. The eleven disciples, they went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go, and when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and he said, all authority in heaven and on earth Has been given to me. Therefore, in other words, because of that, because I have that authority, now you go and you make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Go in His grace, go in His peace, go in His love. Amen.